All right, with Caleb Lee, uh, A Theory in Sepia is the short film, is the winner of Best Short Film at the Romance and Relationship Film Festival. Really interesting film. I guess it's kind of like about uh, the examining lens through the Asian and African, Asian American uh, dating world, I guess. I'm sorry, I messed that one up, but does that make sense? Yes, no worries, no worries. Yeah, it's basically exploring um, love and dating in terms of, the Asian and American perspective. It's about it, yeah. So different kind of like a, like your second generation or third generation, I'm assuming. So it's like, you're still in that culture, but then it's your, like, it's almost like you're in two cultures in a sense, I guess, right? Yes, it's like the the duality of like being Asian and American and and trying to come to terms with yourself, but also how, um, you know, as Americans we have, there's, you know, there's all these stereotypes, there's all these prejudices, but there's also, these, you know, conditionings of what is unattractive or unattractive and mm. you're just trying to navigate that. So I just, you know, felt like writing something that that doesn't divide an opinion, but just given it, just given a uh, perspective. So um, we were, I, I know what you were saying in the written blog, it's based on a poem, but before we start that, is it true that you were in the Marines? Is that true? Yes, I was in the Marines for eight years. For eight years? <laughs> yes, yeah, eight years. In yeah. honorable discharge, I'm assuming? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, eight years I joined when I was uh, 20, got out when I was 28. And did you do any any sort of uh, combat at all? or? Yeah, I, I, did, um, I did two years, uh, two tours, um, and I was in Afghanistan 2013 and 2011. It's been a while. 2011 2013 yeah so you were just you're in your like early 20s i guess right yes i was pretty young <laughs> yeah 22 23 yeah did the people like you're like when you're 21 23 and you're marines do you have like an ideology about like how the world should work and where you are politically i'm just curious like are you just young and you're just like trying to figure yourself out it's a combination of both um i i mean my my buddy that i i deployed with um and also served with He's also Asian American. Um, we talk about how joining the military was a way out of po- poverty for us. Mm-hmm. So that was that idea. And then politically, it's and there's so many different uh, perspectives in, in in the military and the Marines specifically. It's um, uh, I wouldn't. It's hard because it's kind of just like you only care about the person to your left and right. You don't really care about what their opinions are, or whatever. You just like we just you just want to survive, and it gives a whole new. Uh, perspective on things but at the same time you're you're serving for your country as well right there's there's a yeah yeah no but it's the first point you made about like getting out of poverty i guess that's that that i'm assuming that's a common thing for people who join the military uh some some of them yes uh some of the guys that i've met they join because of like family and pride like you know they're like fourth fourth generation marine or fourth generation military and then some of us were trying to get out of poverty and others were just like trying to figure out their lives. Um, but some of them actually, they have a lot of, they're, they're very patriotic and it's like meeting a variety of different people. Yeah. yeah. So you, you have lost. So how do you transition when you, so was there, there's a reason why you got out? Like you just wanted to kind of move on to other things? Yes. Um, so it was actually my second deployment. Um, I had a mentor. His name is Kevin Matsuki. Um, he was Japanese Hawaiian. Um, he was a contractor. So, um, and you know, on sometimes we have like, we have 12, 16 hour days, but sometimes in between that is like standing by yeah. waiting for the word. 
and we would all just be sitting on our laptops watching movies and stuff like that. And he would just be like, Caleb, you're always talking about how movies should portray certain things differently or what you would do differently. He's like, if you're going to complain about it, do something about it. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think I can, I can do anything. Like, I don't think that's a world that I can get into. And he was like, that's stopping. Just go out there. You have your GI Bill now. Go to film school. Start there. And that's why I got out. <laughs> and that's why you got out. That's amazing. Yeah. And so you, yeah. went to, you just went to film school right afterwards? Not right after. I got out and then I was just like, oh, wait. Well, actually, I actually went to film school online first. So I was like, oh, I'll do this online. But he was like, you need to go all in. You Practical, just, yeah. You need to go all in. So then I got out and then I had my last two years in person. Um, you get a free I education, see. right? That's part of the... Yes, yes, yeah. And yeah, at first I was like, I don't know if I, you know, being 28, going back to school. And he's like, stop thinking about that. Like, that means you have 80 more years of life left. So you better do it now. But that's that's so interesting, okay, because you're like, you're 28, and I'm assuming some people are 19, 18, 19, from a privileged background, and they probably, the what you've seen in the world and the shit that you've seen, pardon my French. Yeah. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. And you're, you might, you're like, you're like, like you're, you're, and you're just talking to these, these kids who are like 18, 19, who are like worrying about their mom making the proper lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's their biggest yeah. conflict. And not to belittle, like, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, yeah. it must be, it must have been such an interesting kind of scope of like communication you had with them. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of like a, a tug of war uh, because when I joined the military, I was 20 and everybody else was like 18. So I mean, I mean, two years apart is a big difference. And then when I went back to school at 28 and everybody's like 18, 19, um, at times you're like, man, I wish you could understand the, the hard work it takes. Cause everyone's like, Oh, why are you always reading? Why are you always studying? Why are you like, I became more diligent. I became more focused. Yeah. And they're like, let's, let's party. Let's have a good time. And I'm like, you know what, if I was 2018, I would do the same thing you'd be doing. But now that I've lived life, I just want to just focus and get actually my career launched. Yeah. So it was that that kind of difference because like they're also young. They're also trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but um, it's hard, you know, how do we guide that? But at the same time, you know, they're just like, yeah, you're <laughs> they I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard. It's thinking back on, on the differences. Um, but. Yeah. No, it wasn't just the age too, but it was more the yeah. life experience, right? Like, yeah. like I, cause I, I was 18 years old and I went to university. I was an idiot. Like, yeah, I didn't know anything. Right. And I was yeah. privileged and like, and it was like, so it's just like, and running into someone like yourself, I'd probably be fascinated, but at the same time, like, yeah. oh, like you probably like, you know what I mean? You're so intellectually superior. And so life, your, 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 your knowledge of like life and humanity was so much more profound. But at the same yeah. time, you're all about making films and you all have the same passion, I guess, too, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, but I did learn a lot from them and they learned a lot from me. So it's, it's kind of like, I think that's what makes, you know, art and film so great. You know, we're, we're all different generations, but there's something that I can learn from you, there's yeah. something you can learn from me. And it's just, it's just, it breaks those barriers, which is amazing. Yeah. So, so you could go back to your mentor. He was saying about like, you're kind of like railing against the, the industry in a sense, in terms of like, was it the Asian American story that was being undermined? You thought in Hollywood? It's it's a it's a, a variety of different things. Um, it's um, like one of the things where I'm a huge fan of anime. Okay. So one of the things was the the whitewashing of anime stories, and it's like I wouldn't like for me. It's like I wouldn't do that to Superman, or like I wouldn't do that to Batman. I wouldn't go like, oh yeah, we're gonna have you do Batman. I'm gonna make him Asian. 
but it's like it doesn't make sense for the context so so why would you do that for you know asian stories but at the same time it's like um the way they portray it it, it just felt like hollywood was just rewriting stories over and over and over and i was just like this is so boring to watch um but now i feel like there's so many different stories now so it actually feels like it's going in, a, in the right direction yeah. but um yeah like 10 years ago i was just i wasn't happy with what was you know being portrayed or just not just portrayed it just wasn't entertaining um it just kept like we were watching the same thing over and over every week yeah, yeah. it's interesting the whitewashing uh comments where it's like it's like that's what americans like to do it's like they yeah. like they do that with food <laughs> they do yeah. that with culture yeah they do that with fashion right they try to they yeah. americanize their what, what comes in from the other world i guess right yeah yeah and it must like, be frustrating know, yeah it's yeah, part of it's so frustrating, but part of it, I get, I get it. I understand, you know, you want, you want to connect to the audience, but then there are, I feel like you got to trust. I feel like you, like most filmmakers say this, um, just trust your audience, just trust that they understand what the context is yeah. and you don't have to change it. You don't have to, you know, just really trust the audience. And I think that's what the goal should be. Well, I think they're learning that too, right? They're because of like, because of the streaming services and like, and the foreign films are coming into the market and, and getting huge, views right yes saying that they don't need to do that right so i think that yeah. you're on to something so how many so ethereum sepia how many film what, what how many films have you made before this film uh four or five short films so far yeah and so this one was you said in the rog is it it based on a poem of yours that you wrote yeah it was just based on a poem i don't know where it's at now but uh it was just basically talking about um the poem that i wrote if i could find it maybe i'll send it later but um, it explores how um, even, I feel like every ethnicity group has have a different range of color. Like, you know, you could be lighter to darker and within Asian American identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I think there's a lot of colorism. So if you're too dark, if you're too whatever, that you're not part of, you're not considered Asian. Yeah. Um, so that's why I wrote that. And then I was like, you know, sepia is a, is a color that ranges from yellow to red to brown. And I feel like that represents the color spectrum of Asian Americans. So then I wrote this poem and then I was like, you know what? It inspired me to write a script and actually explore it through conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the film, the film is interesting because it's, it starts off with the friendship, right? So the main character yeah. has a really love friendship with his, yeah. with his, with his gentleman, African-American gentleman. And it's like, he's already ahead of the, ahead of the curve. As far as my perspective is because he, he seems to like understand relationships and has this core relationship. And then I guess he's just looking for that other person, the other that connection, I guess, that he has. So I'm assuming that this is, this is personal. There's like, there's some of you in this film. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, especially the comedic bits. <laughs> My friend said when he was watching, he was like, they were laughing because that's literally how I talk. So um, you didn't know what a green onion was. I actually didn't know what green onion was. It was, <laughs> And there's like a, I actually have a text conversation between my my uh, my sisters. I was like, "What the heck is scallions?" And then she was like, "That's green onions." And then we had this whole conversation back and forth, like twenty minutes long. And I was like, yeah. "It's the same thing." And it's so for me, I found that funny because it's like you're not using sex or race or whatever to make something comedic, and it's just something literally that's very you know life. Like it's very simple. It's like you're making green onions something funny. And it's relatable to some people. Story too. It serves the theme of your film, right? Yes. Yeah. The differences of two people, and yeah, and we 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 call something different while it's actually the same thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, George Carlin had a whole career talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> about like differences. So so okay, so okay, so so it's just it's about this gentleman and it's about relationships. So is this the girl? Is this someone that the relationship you've had in the past, or are you just kind of amalgamation of previous relationships? Uh, I think it's a in general, um, just uh, the people in my life. At the at the end of the day, it's not really tied to one specific person. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is uh, it's it's different women. It's like you know a sister or mother, or just like how they think about life and how they think about love, and then just listening. And I think the biggest part is. Uh, that I had to learn is, is to listen rather than try to express my personal opinion. Yeah. So that's why in the beginning it was just him talking. And then as you get to the rest of the film, you hear most of her conversation and her opening up because it's now it's like, I wrote it in a way where it's like, now it's our turn to listen. And if you are interested in somebody just take the time to listen to what their perspectives are. So I kind of just thought about the, the people in my life. And then I wrote that character out that way. Yeah, it's interesting because you did you did like a tone change because everything because I want to talk to you about because you have the, the the relationship with the with the the friend and then and then stylized when you go to the to the scenes with the with the girlfriend it's like almost like shot like a home video it's like handheld yeah. the it's like the lighting's different it's like all from his kind of imagination or his point of view I guess that was your intention yes and then like you're 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 focused on like very specific things like her eyes or her lips, her hands. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I felt like that would be more intimate because, you know, as you're listening to somebody, you're just trying to focus on and apply the, what they're thinking to what mm-hmm. you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, you make the characters likable, like you make yeah. them, we want, we root for these characters right away. Right. So, and, and then, uh, and then, so then, like I said, you flipped it to, to her later on, which is key to your film, by the way. It's like, cause you, cause then it's just a man fest, right? Just a man kind yeah. of point of view. You kind yeah. of needed that balance. Yes. So did you talk to females when you were writing this or did you just, you just know them so well? Um, I, I actually said, I, I like to sit down with both of the like actors and like kind of break it down. Like, Hey, this is the intention. Like when, like for me, I like to use the term guiding principle, like um, this scene, what is it about? And it's just like, for example, the scene of them standing, looking out into um, at night into the city. I told her it's about you kind of like opening up your world to him. And as we have this conversation, how can, how do you feel about opening yourself up in terms of those uh, Mm -hmm. thoughts? And then we spent a good two, three weeks talking about, um, Asian American identity, American identity, Asian identity, and how that actually affected our personal lives. And then we adjusted certain parts of the script so that it fits not only what I wrote, but also what she, you know, feels. So that was like part of the process. Yeah, that's so cool. Where did you find these actors? It's funny because the actress, I actually knew her like 10 years ago. And I met her out in LA before I left the Marines. And then we actually never worked together. And then I hit her up randomly. I was like, hey, I wrote something. You're an actress. You want to just put this together? <laughs> and then she hit up the other actor. She was like, oh, I have a friend that um, that is also an actor. And it kind of <laughs> like just rippled rippled through relationships. Yeah. And I'm sure they would they like love the movie too, because it's based on their identity, their culture too, I guess, right? They they and it's about love and romance. Who doesn't like a movie like that? Yes, they, they truly did connect with it, which was, which was great. They connected with how there's colorism within Asian American, Asian 
community and then there's you know prejudice amongst american perspectives so that was a it was a fun process to kind of break and have that conversation with each other yeah, yeah and, and also too like there's like speaking of whitewashing there's a certain like uh prejudice or racism where white people think that all Asians are the same culture too right where like yeah Japanese is just like being Korean and being like Chinese, which is obviously yeah. one of the most farthest things, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes, there's also that it's like, it's like saying you're from Italy and you're from kind of Russia, right? Like it's, like yes. that's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. I feel like every ethnicity has their own unique, uh, every, everyone has their own culture and, and we always look surface level of like, Oh, you look this way. So you're fit into this box. Um, yeah. But no, it's it's such a it's such an interesting film. It's like really nicely shot. So, what was your process with your cinematographer? Did you guys like do like a concise shot list? Did you do some storyboarding? Like, what was your kind of process? Um, so a lot of it was me storyboarding it at first, and then breaking it down of like what shots I wanted, and then um, the cinematographer she we have a we had another conversation. Now. She was like. We were like, okay, this moment we want to do it handheld because we want it to feel as if you're there. And then with your, when you're with your, um, the two buddies are together, we'll just keep it, you know, somewhat static and somewhat handheld. And we're just so that we focus on them because this is the moment where he's sure of himself and he's comfortable because he's with his friend. You know, when you're with your friend, you talk about, you joke about different things. Mm -hmm. So you don't actually need it to be handheld. And then um, we talked about, doing close-ups and doing um, not just like oh close-ups because it's because we want close-ups but because we want a certain moment to feel as if you know you're there and you're really intimate with the characters um some of it was natural lighting as well um yeah most of it was just having conversations with the dp or cinematographer and talking it through and what each moment is supposed to feel like and she's super talented like um Damn shot with name, right? yeah, was that her name's Pamela, right? Have you worked with her in the, yeah. in the, in the past? Yeah, I've worked with her uh, once before this one. We shot like a fun, we shot like a one day horror short just for fun. And then we were just like, let's actually shoot a whole short together. Um, yeah, she's really, she's really talented. Like the moment, like um, we, we were doing the shot of the, the friends playing chess. And then one of them walks mm -hmm. up to the kitchen. Um, she came up with the idea to do the reflection because, you know, she was like, oh, you know, there are two people reflecting their emotions towards each other. So why not just have a shot of her walking, talking as if, and we see it as audience through the reflection. Mm -hmm. So it's a very subtle thing, but I thought it was a very, you know, beautiful moment that she was like, oh, let's do this. But yeah, she's, it's, it was fun to be on set and flexible. Like, oh, in this, in this area, we have to adjust accordingly because you can storyboard it all you want, but it's going to feel different once you block the camera and the characters. Yeah. And exactly. she was able to, yeah, she was, be, she was able to be very flexible with that, which is great. So you're like, you, you've made a lot, you've, you've had a pretty good like run of short films in the last like three or four years. Like you said, you referenced, you made the horror one day horror. Yeah. Obviously this is a romance relationship film. You've made films about like uh, about being a veteran, veteran, right? Like so, obviously yes. some personal films for you, correct? Yes, yes. So you're yeah. like you're like, what have you learned so far in all these doing all these short films? And do you have a favorite that you've made? 
the favorite would just be the first one I ever did because <laughs> okay. it's just the first, you know. Or what do you think is the best? Which 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 one do you think is the best one? The best one, um, honestly, I would say it's between my very first film, Papaya, and this one, Ethereum and Sepia. Because Ethereum and Sepia, I'm actually exploring the art form of how I really want to direct and how I really want to tell yeah. the story. Yeah. So what do you like? Would do you, obviously, I'm assuming that like TV shows or, or feature films are your are your are your future. The future, yes, uh, it would be either a TV series or a feature film. Um, and I think right now, even right now, is trying to navigate which uh, which genre that I am more skilled in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I can do ro- romance really really well, but I actually want to try to shoot. Um, action but um you know we'll see what happens yeah so you well you can we could always mix genres that's what we'll get to your your the film that you've seen the most times in your life later in a second yeah. but that's what that's the art form now right is mixing yes genres, right exactly yeah because i think it's it's reminiscent reminiscent of humanity like as a person sometimes you want to be scared sometimes you want to laugh sometimes you want to cry and sometimes you want to understand love so mm-hmm. why can't as an artist you be as flexible as that, you know. So yeah, that's how I see. Romance with action and with uh, with comedy, I guess too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but your but your but your uh, personal your war films of like of you like are you proud of those films? Like, because I know you made a couple of ones about like coming back to society. Like, I think those are important films that people yeah. don't really talk about as much as they should. I guess, well, at least in my yeah. subjective opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard because uh, I think. As the, our American society is so used to war films uh, with actual combat, and there hasn't been many war films that actually explore what happens to not only um, civilians but also veterans, and that's actually something I, I kind of want to explore. But I, I don't think um, it's not that interesting yet. You know, it's like oh, you you have you have to kind of for me, it's like I can tell a story about a veteran going through trauma, but. I think as an audience, we're so used to applying um, combat into that story. Yeah. So, so it's right now. I was trying to find the, the fine line between that um, um, and have it, having it telling a story so that the audience want to care about the message at the yeah. same time, but actually enjoy the film. So um, I find it hard when I make veteran-centric films that it gets into vessels because it doesn't fit, you know, certain um criteria in my opinion it's just my opinion i could totally be wrong yeah no i i I, and listen as a person who programs lots of festivals they're 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 they're, i understand exactly what you're saying it's like uh, i don't like we try to like remove your bias and show the best things as possible but you are trying to carry a theme when in terms of short film lineups so short films are hard to program because you want to have make sure there's a flow there's a nice flow i guess right yes yes and it makes sense and i'm i'm not a a, what is it against it i understand totally I'm, i'm always like there's always something bigger moving and it's not to say you're not great or not you know good it's just just doesn't fit Okay, so let's talk about. Okay, so in the written, written blog, you said that uh, besides Fox and the Hound, yeah, <laughs> the, the most times in your life is uh, uh, two. Uh, is it two Korean films, right? The, the yes. Shoplifters and obviously Parasite, right? That you keep watching. Yeah, yeah uh, Shoplifters is actually Japanese, and then oh, it's a, I apologize. Uh, so it's Japanese. No, no, no worries, no worries. Yeah, see, I did it myself. See, look what I did, right? 
yeah no but it's no it's like it's not something to you you make a little mistake and then you just move on you just yeah. fix it yeah but uh shoplifters uh is japanese parasite is korean and they both won the palm d'or the past uh few years yeah so it's pretty so great parasite because we we're just talking about mixing genres yeah probably the the it's it's the defining film of the last like 30 years in terms of like because you're not supposed to get away with like having a kind of a comedy mm-hmm. and then change, and all of a sudden changing the genre into a thriller horror or, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. It's not, you're not supposed to, you're not allowed to do that. And for some yeah. reason he pulls it off in Parasite. Yes. In shocking yeah. fashion too. Like if you never, if, you, if you're not tip, tipped off before you watch it, you're kind of blown away by how he's able to do that. Yes, exactly. It's such an amazing film and, I think it's because he trusts the audience and I think, you know, and, but also not only that playing with what we're all used to. So we're all, we're, we're like in our heads, we're expecting it to go a certain way yeah. and he actually flips it. And then that's what makes it so great is because I think he uses um, certain elements that makes us like, Oh, okay. I know what's going to happen. It's just, it's, and then it doesn't. And then yeah. you, you get the whole underground scene, you get the whole, you know, it becomes a horror and, and then you realize, wait, he's actually been foretelling um, the story through the little boy, you know, smelling the smelling of the clothes, the paintings of him drawing like the demon mm. and the demon ending up being the man in the basement. And it's just great filmmaking. And it's, it's, a, it's brilliant. And in and, and so many ways, it's brilliant. And it's still thematically about the class system, right? The class divide. Yes. In both in both halves, right? Yes. Someone says stops the film halfway through when they're all sitting there. The four of the family has pulled off their their con and they're sitting in the mansion and they're like, "Okay, what's going to happen next?" And you stop the film and you go, "What's going to happen next?" And you you interview ten thousand people, and ten thousand people would not not think in a million years that this was going to happen next. Yes, exactly. Which is <laughs> that's just such great filmmaking, and I feel like it's one of those films that you if you want to analyze it you realize you're just going to watch to enjoy it and like i'll watch it to like study it for, for uh, like a few scenes yeah. and then i realize wait no you're i sucked in and enjoy it yeah, yeah you're sucked in you're just like yeah it's the most important film like like it's because i think everybody if you're watching tv especially tv now you're you're seeing that they're trying to pull off the the genre switch right yeah yeah they're trying <laughs> but <laughs> You know, some of them are doing it, some, I, but I think, you know, it's that film and, and Shoplifts are just both great at doing what they're, those are two great directors, Koryeda and Bong yeah. Joon-ho. In, in the about class, it's about class, class like yeah. it's about the class system, right? Like how, Yes. and that's, and what I, that's yeah. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 it seems to be something personal for yourself as well. So it seems to be like, the wonder those attract to you, those films attract to you, right? So. Yes, yeah. Well, this is a great film. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I thought it was well-performed too. I thought the actors were very pretty, but they, they were very well, uh, they're pretty people. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but they were very, they were very, uh, they were very good at their jobs and they did, they, they served your story. And uh, I'd like to see what you do next. It's like, you have like lots, you have lots of opportunities ahead of you. And you seem like you have such an interesting backstory as well. And, and you have an interesting point of view. So I think you have a very good future ahead of you. And let's talk again uh, when you make your next great film. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's in a theater or something. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, man.
Corporation.